Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, I'm Matt Edmondson and welcome back to Not Another Love Song, where, as ever, I've teamed up with one of my favourite musicians to try and make a brand new song with them about something a little bit ridiculous. So far, we've had songs about hay fever, TV box sets, CrossFit workouts, potatoes and dishwashers. And today, well, let's just say today we break the biggest rule of the entire podcast. Remember to stick around until the very end to hear a brand new song by today's guest. This is not another love song. So here we are back in the lab this week and it is, well, it looks a bit different. It's overflowing with baby things because five years on from having our first kid, my wife and I are expecting a new baby in a month or so. And we've had to dust off all the old gear, you know, buggies. What else can I see? We've got a bath seat, Moses baskets, bags and bags of clothes, just all piled up in the corner of our spare bedroom here while we get the nursery sorted. But of course, my real baby is this podcast. And I'm hoping I birth all of it before Bryony births Ivy's new sister. Although, can I be honest with you? I've not finished making the album yet, and I'm still waiting on some vocals from some of my guests. So, fingers crossed, they arrive before the baby does. Right, on to this week then. And I want you to cast your mind back to the first lockdown of 2020. And that is when I decided that this might be a fun project to do. I had the idea there. And bearing in mind, I'd never written or produced a song before then. But I love the idea of the challenge of it all. But I just needed to see if the concept would actually work. And so I sent a DM to Maisie Peters. She was the first artist I asked to get involved in this. And this podcast would not exist without Maisie, because despite me having absolutely zero evidence that I could write or produce, she agreed to come and give the podcast a go. And I even said to her at the time, there's a more than likely chance we'll spend three hours hanging out writing a song that never gets made. And she was cool with that. And she was just happy to give her time over. And that was unbelievably helpful for me. Felt like there was no pressure as I tried this ridiculous idea. So at this point, I had never written or produced a song before. I'd never even recorded a podcast before. And I'd also never met Maisie Peters before. I was about as naive about what was ahead of me as anyone could be. And I think if I knew then what I know now about how challenging it's been to write and produce and mix and master an album's worth of tracks across all these different genres, I don't think I would have started the project. But at the time, this was just a fun, possibly one-off experiment to see if it could be done. And as we now know, it could be done, although it's taken me forever. 
Now, I'm not exaggerating when I say that I worked on the production of this song pretty much full-time for about a month because I really was starting from a blank page and I can't tell you the feeling of satisfaction when I finally got it sounding vaguely like I could hear it in my head. And this song actually became a bit of a tool to help convince other people that you've heard on the podcast to be on it. I was able to send them what Maisie and I had done and say, look, it isn't totally rubbish. Do you fancy giving this a go? And the fact that Maisie had done it, and you know, she's a brilliant songwriter and everyone I spoke to really respected her and really liked her, it meant that they were all a little bit more up for it themselves. So Maisie, thank you for being the first. And I should say that since we recorded together, Maisie has had the most incredible time. So she got signed to Ed Sheeran's record label. She soundtracked an Apple TV Plus show called Trying. And she released her debut album, which is just packed with amazing pop songs like this one, Psycho. Now that I'm over that hill, you want to say how you feel. Crazy to think And my favourite of hers from that album, John Hughes movie. Cause this ain't no John Hughes movie Where the girl gets the guy You look right through me Every time you walk by I keep waiting for the heartbreak Music that's never gonna come Cause if you don't want me Then you're not the one Now Maisie has what I would describe as best friend energy. Her personality is utterly infectious and she made this first songwriting experience for me just incredibly inclusive and non-judgmental and really good fun. And as I said at the time, I didn't even know if this idea would work and I certainly didn't have a name for the project if it did. So on this one occasion, I hope you can forgive me because despite the podcast now being called Not Another Love Song, Maisie and I sort of ended up writing Another Love Song. So let's get to it. I want you to imagine how nervous I was about this as the Zoom call connected and I realised that I was going to attempt to do something I had never done before. Maisie, hi. Hello. How do I find you? You find me relatively well. That feels very non-committal, Maisie. I like to keep it, you know, keep it loose. I've always said it, you're an enigma. It's true. Thank you so much for doing this, by the way. I really hope we come up with something that is okay. Uh, And hopefully I'll learn some things about songwriting. Have you done many writing sessions like this one that we're doing now over Zoom during lockdown? I have. I would say there's much less procrastination. So I do find you actually do work harder, which is maybe why everyone doesn't like it as much. But I, I don't think it's better. No, I agree. Although I did see that you're a person that doesn't like making eye contact. Yes. Yeah, I have a real problem with that. Did you see that because I don't make eye contact with you or just because I have a song about it and stuff? I'm sure I've heard you talk about it somewhere and I really connected to it because I don't look at people's eyes either. <laughs> I'm I'm a mouth looker. I could get on board with a mouth look, anything apart from the eyes. I just think it's a bit intense. And then once you look at their eyes, if they're looking at your eyes, then what, you're just holding some weird year seven eye contest like staring thing i think the people that are wildly successful are the ones that are making eye contact i uh yeah i met tom cruise once i don't know if you've heard of him i met him and my god does that guy make good eye contact maybe you just you guys just had a connection (laughs) that can be the only explanation so uh, (laughs) let's wind things back a bit tell me a bit about how you discovered songwriting the early days of your songwriting oh god i used to write songs but i didn't have any instruments so do you remember the, do you remember the cup song or like when there was a craze of people like 
tapping things. Oh, really? Yeah, the old clippity-clap stuff from Pitch Perfect. Yeah, exactly. Oh, war flashbacks right now. <laughs> um, I used to do that and then write songs over that, um, including a song I wrote about... This is not... This is 100% real. I could actually sing bits of it to you right now, but I'm not going to. A song I wrote about being a housewife of a man. And I li- we lived in, like, middle America or somewhere there was a, where there was a creek... And he left me for another woman, but then I I pushed him into the creek and he died. This is heartbreaking stuff. And I wrote a whole song. I know. <laughs> oh my god! And it's all over like clapping yeah. stuff from Glee. <laughs> yeah, oh, hundred percent. I mean, obviously now you're going to have to sing some of it because I, d- I don't. I don't. Think... I feel the only way I'm going to truly connect to it is if I hear the song. <laughs> no, I, the the thing is, is that it's best to not connect. I find <laughs> um, in life in song. I I really think, and also I don't. You know, this is going to be a song I feel like that I talk about a lot and I want to really save it up and then I want to, you know, be on my like greatest hits tour and be like, you guys have all been waiting. Uh, I'm 65. Here it is. Yeah, I'm 65. My husband's recently died in mysterious circumstances. Not, Not related. at all. <laughs> but here is a song that I wrote. Start clapping, band. Oh God, a whole band of clappers. So where do you generally get ideas for songs? I have like a list of ideas on my phone that I've had for so long and I just add to it all the time. So I'll just scroll that and see if there's anything... Interesting in it. Oh, can you read me something off your list? Yes, I can. By the way, I love a note on someone's phone. I think it's very revealing. Oh, it's so, it's so long. Like I have an upsetting number of notes on my phone. Do you want to have a note off? How many notes do you have? I have... Where does it tell you? There. 798. Well, bitch, I have 1,142. <laughs> oh my God, you've got so many great <laughs> ideas. <laughs> you've got nearly 400 more great ideas than me. <laughs> Right, come on then. I want more. This is like a preview of a Maisie Peters album. What are we going to get in the future? Songs about what? I've got... I had just the words The Orchard written down and then I wrote a song with as that as the title. Uh, I had Tanned Wrists. I had Detachment Issues. Um, oh, I had Our Whole Relationship Was Like One Long You Had To Be There Joke and I Wasn't There. <laughs> that is fantastic. <laughs> That was a good one. What I'm really enjoying about this process is seeing you flick past the ones that you won't read out. And shiver. I'm enjoying seeing the filtration that's going on. I can see fear in your eyes, which is very rare for me because you know I'm not looking at them. Yeah. I can see the fear of like, definitely not going to read that one out. I'm like, absolutely not. Now, obviously the plan is for us to try and write a song together, but I'm very keen to make it about something you've not written about before. So what theme should we be avoiding that you've already covered off? We should definitely not write a song about being wronged. Um, hometowns. I'm trying to think what else I've done. Exes and whether you like them or not. When it comes to the old dating, are you on all the apps? Are you tindering? Are you bumbling? I'm not because I'm... Right now, I, for the pandemic, I moved back home to my like parents' small town. But if I go on any of those, it's basically just going to be like a secondary school reunion. I don't need that, you know? You don't want to see Daniel from science on your Tinder? Absolutely not. So, and, it's, and I'm from such a small town that that would be all I would get, so... Although I hear that Daniel's really blossomed. <laughs> Listen, no, nothing to, against Daniel. <laughs> He's a swan now. <laughs> yeah. I have to warn you, by the way, I've gone quite deep with my research and I have a, a chilling question, oh. which is this. What happened in Switzerland? Oh. <laughs> okay, good, good. This is literally probably the best research I've ever seen anyone do. Um, what happened in Switzerland? I was, do you know a lovely man, lovely northern man by the name of Tom Walker? Yes. Yeah, I know Tom. He's such a nice guy, isn't he? Although I always think it's quite weird when you see him without his hat on. <laughs> yes. 
<laughs> I think I saw it once. I actually had to interview him once and I literally thought that he was just a bloke who was there. And then he put the hat on. I was like, oh, it's Tom. He's like the uh, penguin from Wallace and Gromit's The Wrong Trousers. <laughs> it's like, you know, um, like films from the 90s when the girl has a ponytail on her glasses and then she takes off her glasses and they're like, she's hot. Yeah, it's very Clark Kent Superman with that guy. Yes. It is. Anyway, yes, I know Tom Walker. Yeah, sorry. With Tom Walker, we were on tour together. I was supporting him. And I decided to do tequila shots with the fans. Ooh, fast forward to some very messy occurrences. The one I will say is that I got carried out of the venue by the Swiss DJ who was playing after us because it went to like a DJ set. Uh, I didn't remember this though. I only found out because he messaged my professional Facebook page uh, and was like, hello, Maisie. I hope you are okay. (laughs) I carried you out. I carried you out. Uh, Obviously, I put it straight in spam because the record label never need to see that. But there was was some other occurrences that happened. (laughs) I feel like I got about 3% of that story and the rest of it you're having to seek legal advice on. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Now, the other thing that came up in my research, Maisie, was that you absolutely love Timothy Chalamet. Oh, wonderful news. Okay. Okay, wonderful news. Um, I love talking about Timothy Chalamet. Where do we begin? Wow. I mean, a lot to unpack. Where do we begin? Listen, Little Women, excellent. And then Timothy Chalamet in Little Women, just, you know what? Immaculate. Also, Timothy Chalamet in Ladybird, just ah, oh, wonderful man. He's like you know, he's the skinny white boy who doesn't have a bed frame, um, and tells you that uh, his favorite film is is Pulp Fiction, um, and if you haven't watched it, then you haven't watched films that you know isn't necessarily the one, but yet you know he's there. He's there all of the all of the student nights you go to, and slowly but surely. You feel like you feel a connection. And there is no connection because Timothy Chalamet doesn't connect with girls because he got broken up with by a girl called Rebecca in year nine and he's still really dealing with that. Maybe we should write the song about Timothy Chalamet. I think that's a nice idea. Also, it really puts good into the world because then I hope Timothy wakes up and thinks, wow, someone's saying something nice about me. All right, let's do it. Should we write a song? Yeah, okay. I'm excited. Now, I don't know how you normally like to write. We can start from scratch. Or I spent half an hour this morning just trying to write something that was like, uh, oh, you know, I could hear Maisie Peters on this type thing. I just obviously want to hear that immediately. Okay, I can play you that. But honestly, if you don't like it, I won't be offended. We can start from scratch. Okay, cool. Yes, love that. Oh, thank goodness. Doesn't have a bed frame, but he has a big heart. Doesn't have a birthday, well, I get him. Oh, she's off already. <laughs> I've already got some ideas written down just off the top of my head. Okay, here's what I reckon we should do. I'm going to send you a link to a little Google Doc, and then we can share lyrics in there and thoughts and Timothy Chalamet memes. My first idea is he doesn't have a bed frame, but he has a big heart. Because um, I don't think Timothy Chalamet does have a big frame. And he also has a French name, which rhymes with frame. French name. This is great. And it's probably bad at darts. Yeah, I mean, probably bad at darts feels a little left field for me. I, uh, I, I'm keen to not have a single word of this song, not have the true essence of Timothy Chalamet. Okay, cool. The way I'm doing it is, doesn't have a bed frame, but he has a big heart, has a weird French name, but da dun 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 This is where you go to an online rhyming dictionary. This is exactly... See, you're a natural. 
You are a natural. I've gone for a site called B Rhymes. B Rhymes, interesting. Um, I'm a fan of Rhyme Brain personally. Oh wow! Oh my god, it's good this one because it gives you things that don't actually rhyme but would sound good. What? I've never even seen B Rhymes. Oh, uh, a chin that's sharp. It's got to be. Yeah, he's got a little pointy chin. <laughs> yeah, and a, <laughs> and a chin that's sharp. I don't want to insult him. This is the issue. I am aware that one day we're going to have to meet and get married, and we can't start on a bad foot. What about? I've heard that he likes little women. How tall are you? <laughs> Five foot one. So I've heard that he likes little women. And I'm five foot one, so I'm winning. <laughs> I feel and I've heard Daddy likes little women, and I'm five foot one, so I guess I'm winning. Yeah, I can hear how that could work. I'm not feeling convinced by chin so sharp. I think we should save that chin reference for later. I was, I was really a fan, but okay, we can find something better. Always find something better. Has a hot French name, and a. Makes bad art. No, he makes good art. That's unfair to Timothy. And he makes me laugh. Oh, come on, he doesn't. That's not true. You don't know what me and Timothy talk about. Um, He's never made a single person laugh in his whole life, has he? He might make me laugh if we meet one day. One of his dramatic readings is, oh my <gasps> it's God. It's hysterical. I think I've got it. He's got a French name and I think we'd have a spark. <laughs> Maybe I know we'd have a spark. Sounds more definite. <laughs> Okay, cool, yeah. And I think we have a spark. Yeah, sure, absolutely. Yeah, for absolutely. Okay, cool. There's got to be some fun with his surname, hasn't there? Like uh, Chalamet, like shall shall I pay? Shall I say? Chalamet, <laughs> um, shall I say? You're a looker. Shall I who? Shall I me? Shall I just say that? Uh... Uh, right, shall I may? <laughs> Just say, I think we sh- What should we do? Maybe you're the person that could turn Chalamet solid. Yeah, you know? I think I could get him to have a bed frame. You could say, Look, have you heard of a mattress topper? Mattress <laughs> topper. Chalamet, I just say, I think you could have a mattress topper. I am just going to write down mattress topper. Chalamet, I just say, I think. I- Chalamet, I just say, I think. I should take you for a drink. Oh, I should take you for a drink. That's kind of cute. Yeah, I like the 2020 gender roles. But also, you're the one pushing for this. I am. You know, Chalamet hasn't asked me to write a song with him about Maisie Peters yet. We don't know what he's doing in his spare time. I actually think I've got an alternative for that line. So, Chalamet, I just say, I think. Chalamet be, let's get a drink. <laughs> Perfect. Chalamet, I just say, I think, Chalamet, let's get a drink. Cool. Love, love. Do you know, I feel like I don't actually know enough about Timothy Chalamet. Yeah, we need some more facts. Yeah, so let's find out a bit about Timothy Chalamet. So, yeah. call me by your name. I think we can definitely stick a reference to that in there. Uh, Lady Bird. He's always in love with Saoirse Ronan. I'm now questioning how we say her name. Is it Saoirse or Saoirse? Saoirse. Saoirse? Always talking to that girl, Saoirse. She should watch out when I get near you. Yeah, <laughs> Yeah, when I get near her. Always talking to that girl, Saoirse. She should watch out when I get near her. I wonder if we do change the melody there. What about if it's... I see, I see you with that girl, Saoirse. Da, 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 da. Oh, yeah, you could do that. Yeah, she's in some pretty good movies, but is she a Timothy Chalamet groupie? Ooh, okay, off we go. <laughs> Brilliant. Okay, so then we can get into a, a pre-chorus. Which we can use that. I've heard that he likes little women. I've heard that he likes little women. But I'm five foot one, so I'm winning. 
Yeah. I'm just looking at a photo of him here. Do you think if he had different hair, he'd lose about 30% of his attractiveness? I don't know. I think he, you know, he's, there's a lot, he has a lot about him. Uh, I'm prepared to, I'm prepared to believe that hair or no hair, he would be just as... Oh, hang on. I'm just looking at a photo of him in a uh, terrible roll neck at the 2014 International Film Festival. And I can report he's still got it. He's still got it. (laughs) At the 2014, that yeah, can't... Yeah, he's been about for, for long. 2014? My God, so that's when he was 18. Christ, Timothy Chalamet's been at this a long time. While you were doing this, uh, my sweet, pure father just dropped in a mug of coffee and then left. Oh my God, what a legend. What's your dad called? Nick. And what does he do? He's a geography teacher. Oh, I'm sad I missed him. I could have talked to him about Oxbow Lakes. <laughs> you could. And what about your sister? What does she do? Mm. My sister technically goes to Nottingham Trent University. Uh, she's wanting uh, to make me become rich and famous and buy a flat for us. And then she's wanting to live in that flat and get two kittens called Squirrel and Pigeon. But I might not let you put this in the podcast because I don't want anyone to steal our names. I mean, they're quite weird names. I'm sure not many people are up for that. Yeah, I guess the thing that connects them, and I hope we don't take this the wrong way, is that most people will consider both of them unwanted <laughs> vermin. Yeah, <laughs> just like me and Ellen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I did have a thought for the pre you could do. Oh, yeah, go on. Um, where you maybe drop out the music and you like, boom, clap, boom, clap. Um, doing, and you would do, where is it? I've heard that he likes little women. So I'm five foot one, so I'm winning. And you just cut it out. And then you'd come back in for a chorus. Yeah, love it. I think we need another Timothy Chalamet movie reference there because I think that doing that twice around will be yes. good. I can't wait to see, by the way, what, ads I'm going to be serviced off the back of this from just having searched Timothy Chalamet for an entire morning. <laughs> okay, so call me by my name. Da, da, me, da, yeah. da. Or you could do an Interstellar thing. You could do like, he's so out of, he's so out of my world. I don't know what he did in Interstellar though. <laughs> Outing us is actually terrible Timothy Chalamet fans. Surely the answer is staring us in the face. It's call me by my name. It's Maisie. Call me by my name. It's Maisie. We could go for the Chalamet line here. <laughs> could do it again. I'm not opposed to doing Shannon maybe multiple times. We could remove it from the other verse, if that makes sense. No, I really think we should just hammer it. I lit- I actually cackled when you said it to me. Right, so where are we? Call me by my name, it's Maisie. Do you want to date Shallow Maybe? Are you sticking with Shallow Maybe there? Because if so, I think I'm going to take that earlier reference out. I just don't think that's necessary, but okay. Okay, I'll... F- okay. I've just put an alternative line in. Try that. Shallow Maybe? I- maybe that's better. It's easier. Shallow Maybe? I just say I think... Shall I, mate, I buy you a drink? See, you doubted me. I did. I take it back. <laughs> I was right. I'll never do it again. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> okay, I think now we need a chorus. It's relatively simple because our verses are, are relatively complicated. They're quite wordy, aren't they? Yeah. With this bit, are you lyrics-led or are you melody-led? Are you trying to the find lyrics and then work the melody back to it? Um, I kind of did both at the same time, but I'm probably more likely to start to have lyrics first than melody. Okay, so for the chorus, what do we actually know about Timothy Chalamet? I know he was going out with uh, Lily Rose Depp for ages. I know early life and education. Um, I like that you're saying I know when it's very clear that you're just reading off Wikipedia. (laughs) No, I knew those things before Wikipedia. Oh my God, he's got the same birthday as me. No. The 27th of December. No, wow. Me and Timothy Chalamet would have a bond because we will both know how disappointing it is to have a birthday then. Because think about it, you've had Advent, that's good, chocolate every day. Yeah. That leads up to Christmas Eve. Woo, Santa's coming, that's fun. Christmas Day, Santa's been, presents, food, Boxing Day, more food, getting to spend time with the family, loads of good stuff on TV. The day after? Yeah. I don't want to do any celebrating. I want to hibernate. 
That's when our birthday is. Bad. Yeah. Yeah. Also, no more family. Everyone's done with family things. Everyone's done with seeing each other. Yeah, I, I can hear that. Okay, talk to me here. What is it that you like about him? Because I think that's where we've got to go with this. I like his hair. Um, I like his voice. Oh, Timothy, I like your hair. Oh, Timothy, I like your hair. When I get married, I hope you're there. <laughs> like the something things you wear. And I cling to you like the clothes you wear. Cling to... <laughs> you know, on a skinny little frame. I'm just ruined. The song is ruining me. Um, cling to you like the clothes you wear. If you call the cops, well, that's... That is fair, to be fair. <laughs> if you call the cops, that would be fair, but please don't. That's quite funny. And I don't know if you're aware what you do to me or something like that. Mm-hmm. What you mean to me. What you mean to me. Timmy, like short for Timothy. <laughs> Timmy. Just make it sound like kind of both. Be like, Timmy. <laughs> yeah, what you mean, Timmy? That's good. <laughs> what you mean to me, Timmy? Just do like on the end. Yes. You mean to me, Timmy? <laughs> yes, I love that. That's great. Okay, good. <laughs> oh my God, Maisie, I think we might be writing the best song that's ever been written. I'm really, you know what I'm excited for? For you to do this with other people and realise the calibre of song we're writing right now as opposed to the ones you're going to make with other people. I'm excited for that. I'm going to come back like Maisie. Didn't realise we were writing such a smash. So after that bit... We do, oh, Timothy, if you call the... And if you... Yeah. And then you change it there. So you just do, Timothy, if you call the police, that would be fair. Um, and I don't, I don't know if you're aware what you mean to me. Maybe just repeat it. It's not just that you're a millionaire. I mean, no, no way to read me like that. And it's not just like I was saying. It's not that he's a millionaire. <laughs> it's and it's not that you're a millionaire. You don't care. Timothy could be a struggling artist, and we'd still love him. We'd still we would. It's not because you're a million millionaire. It's what you mean to me, Timmy. <laughs> and then we do second verse, and we do a half verse for the second verse because long. I think we should write that, but save it as a surprise for the listeners for when they hear the finished song. So if you send me a vocal, I'm going to try my best to produce it up. I think whatever you do will be excellent. (laughs) Wait until you hear it. So if you send me the vocals, I'll call you back whenever it's done and then we can, you know, both retire off the success of it. Yeah, it will be, will be huge. 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. So, the production. As I said in the intro, I spent so long making this song. I'd never processed anyone's vocal before. I'd never mixed a song before. And this was the first time I was trying to be really considered in my sound selection rather than just playing around on my computer. And it's funny, you know, because for this bit of the podcast where I talked through how I made the song, I had to go back to my original project, which hasn't been opened for a year, and have a look at my work from then. And with everything that I know now, having made this project, it is hilarious to see some of the technical decisions I've made. And I can sort of see what I was going for, but just had no idea how to achieve. And I did think about remixing the track with my updated skill set, but I actually love the fact that this song captures a moment in time for me. It was the best that I could do at that point in my production journey. And I was, and still am, incredibly proud of how it came out. So the first thing I had to figure out was the guitars. Now, I've mentioned before that getting a guitar to sound authentic via the computer is really, really hard. But I managed to track down a free plugin that allows you to program samples of someone actually playing a guitar. And I had three guitar tracks running simultaneously. So the first two are more muted rhythmic patterns following the chord progression I'd gone for. And then there's also a more open, arpeggiated thing that's following those same chords that's going on. And altogether, they sound like this. So these guitars carry most of the track, but there are a couple of other elements that bring it all to life. First up is the drums. I wanted something that sounded very pop, and I spent loads of time programming these. It was actually before I discovered drum sequences, so I I was literally dragging in samples, single-hit samples of drums, and then arranging them by hand into the track. I also threw in some big hand claps, which Maisie had requested when we were writing. And a beautiful, lush electric guitar sound drenched in reverb. Sort of designed to create a bit of tension and release by going for a calmer feel in the pre-chorus before the full impact of the chorus lands. And in that chorus, you're going to hear everything come back in alongside this piano, which sort of tracks the melody that Maisie's singing. And then some strings. And I remember being really happy with how these came out. So I've got them following the same chords as the guitar, and then they also have a little counter melody playing behind the vocal. And as for Maisie's vocal, she had sent me one vocal track, and so I had to use a doubler tool which samples the original take and then does tiny adjustments to the pitch and the timing to make it sound like a slightly different take, and it just adds a bit of width and it gives a kind of chorus effect to Maisie's voice. Oh, Timothy. 
Then I tried my best to mix it all together. And as I said, I can hear so many changes that I would like to make to the song on the other side of this process. But for a first start at something, I'm pretty delighted with what we created. So, a couple of months after our first chat, it was time to phone Maisie up. She was in a mystery location, which I now know is a studio owned by Ed Sheeran. The question is, what would she make of our song? Hello. Oh, hi. How are you? I'm good. Where are you? I'm in Suffolk. I'm in this converted dairy hall where I've been for the past couple of weeks trying to make songs. Is converted dairy hall a euphemism for barn? You're in a barn. Listen, listen, Matt, don't crush my dreams like that. No need. No need to crush. It's it's a converted dairy hall in my heart. And you're there making music. Yep. Um, mainly trying to rip off ABBA songs. Do you know what? I've um, seen this on your socials quite a lot. You're yeah. you're really into ABBA. Um, I really, I come full circle. Yeah, wait till you find out about the movie Mamma Mia. It's going to change your oh, life. Oh. <laughs> Mamma what? Oh. It's going to make you view the Greek islands in a totally new light. <laughs> <laughs> How has it been going back to normal life after we wrote that song? Have you had that feeling that you're not going to write a song as good as that? Yeah, it's been really challenging, you know. Um, I actually, so obviously we wrote the song and then I recorded it maybe like a week later and I recorded it maybe t- like 10 o'clock at night and I just had a friend here at the barn and I was like, oh, can you just record this vocal? And I kind of, I forgot um, just how much there was to unpack in that song. It was really, we actually, normally I would just do like full takes, but I actually couldn't because I couldn't get through it without some intense form of laughter or, or tears um, breaking it, breaking it up. So it was... It was a lot to return to and realise I'd maybe made like the, the, you know, the pinnacle of my career with Matt Emerson on, on Zoom. It is all downhill from here. But you know what? Most people don't get to even achieve such a heavy <laughs> height true. as this. That's true. We must just be grateful. Well, thank you for sending the vocal through. I've had a lovely time with it. I, I now can't tell if this is a genuinely good song or if I've just heard it too many times. Okay, amazing. That's, that's, that's how I feel about most of my music. But I, the chorus, I, I, I think the verses, what we did, we went for content <laughs> over... <laughs> Uh, content over melody <laughs> yes, or even anything listenable but in the yeah, but the chorus yeah. is very catchy okay i'm i'm ready i'm excited okay a couple of things to note about this one is and i did send you a message about this afterwards i i left our session um deeply frustrated only because i thought of lots of things that yes. involved timothy chalamet's name <sighs> too late we missed timothy chalamazing oh we do not deserve to live if and, we miss Timothy Chalamet. And the one that was the real sucker punch to the gut, Timothy Chalamet. Yeah, I know. How did we? How did we miss that? Awful, 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 and unforgivable. Awful. But, <laughs> but I, I think we can name the track Timothy Chalamet. Yeah, and that at least covers off half of that. Yep, I would, I would hear that. I would hear that. Okay, here it comes. I'm excited. Yep. <sighs> Groupie. And I've heard that he likes little women. And I'm five foot 
Amazing. The the little violins in the chorus, Abba called, they they want they want their song back. I think it's truly phenomenal work. I'm, I'm very impressed, Matt. I think you outdid yourself. Thank you. I've got to say I'm in too deep with it, so I, I just don't know. But I think I think it probably is one of the greatest songs ever written. Yeah, I would, I would say even though we're not sure, it probably is up there yeah. with Candle in the Wind. My, we, my, my, doubt, my <laughs> doubt is over whether it's top three or top five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. 100%. You know, uh, Purple um, Rain, Timothy Chalamet, it's just all It's, it's all one of there. the two. It's one of the mm-hmm. two. I think it's probably the best song about Timothy Chalamet that's ever been written. It probably written. is. It probably is. I mean, if not for, se- for sheer like factual referencing, like there might be some other, you know, nice ones with, nicer nicer singers or you know maybe less creepy lyrics but have they got the sheer amount of fact that we have no, no. it's if you're if you were revising timothy chalamet yeah this is the perfect song the for right you place. if it crops up on the next aqa exam then this we're song is going to get listened to a lot in terms of the likelihood of this being added to one of your live shows pretty high right is this going to be are we going to open with this we're going to close with this i'm thinking we'll actually only do this we'll just do this for an hour <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> okay, great. Just yeah. do all the different remixes, like, you know, make a dubstep version, make an, just a piano version. Yeah, perfect. Um, Maisie, I've enjoyed this experience of writing a song with you <laughs> way, like, so much, way more than I thought I would. Oh, I've enjoyed it too, Matt. Look at what, look at how we started and look at where we ended up. We worked amazingly quickly on this song. It's, uh, it's good stuff. You know, the, song, the song came to us. It was, it was gifted by the Lords. We were just conduits for it. Yeah, yeah, just the channel. Exactly. <laughs> just opened up our chakras and in it came. Uh, okay, uh, that's the first time I've ever said that sentence yeah. and I think maybe the last as well. <laughs> yeah. uh, I actually didn't know I knew the word chakra and I don't think I've used it right no. up until that no. point. I think you open them. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think that's how it works. I think you open a chakra, don't you? Isn't a chakra open? I'm sure you open it. Like a- is it a verb? Do you chakra? You don't chakra. chakra. I think you ha- you own a chakra, or maybe several right, okay. chakras. And I think Chakrai. under the right circumstances, if you're feeling comfortable enough, it can be opened. <laughs> oh God, I hate this. I, think, I hate. I think this that's is an awful end to a this beautiful is, podcast. This is terrible. Right. Okay. Let's go back on track now. So, Maisie, I've got to say thank you so much. I really enjoyed it. I'm glad we shared this experience. Cool. Let's never talk again. No, ever, never. Please delete my number. Thank you so much to Maisie and to Timothy Chalamet for existing. I really love that song and uh, it's a lovely one to have chalked up as my first one ever, even though technically it is a love song. Next week, though, we will be back to doing Not Another Love Song with another guest. And next week's guest is the only person I've got on from a band and they've gone solo just for this project. It's Brad from The Vamps, who's just got the most wonderful energy. It's a really funny one next time. And there's also 
a very, very cool surprise hidden right at the end of next week's podcast. As for this week's song, though, you can, of course, listen to that track in full. I'll put it as the next podcast in the feed. Please do share it with someone in your life that loves Timothy Chalamet. I mean, who doesn't love Timothy Chalamet? And Timothy, if by some strange set of circumstances you found yourself to this podcast, by all means, slide into my DMs via Instagram. I'm Matthew Edmondson, and I can personally introduce you to Maisie Peters. As ever, I want to say thank you to you for listening to this and for telling other people about it. And if you've been one of the hundreds of people that have left an amazing five-star review on the old Apple podcast app. I adore you. I cherish you. I love you even more than Maisie Peters loves Timothy Chalamet. Right, I'll see you next time for another brand new track here on Not Another Love Song. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.